Bonjour, hi, I'm Pascal Auclair. I hope this talk supports you in your practice. J'espère que cet enseignement vous sera aidant. If you'd like to support my teaching, you can use the donate button underneath my picture on Dharma Seed. Vous pouvez me soutenir en cliquant sur le bouton sous ma photo. Your support is greatly appreciated. Merci. Such an amazing practice. Reporting from my side, from my uh, from my side of the river here. <laughs> um, yeah, so just uh, sitting here and having the time—it's luxury, you know—the time to be, the time, full time to become aware of what it is to be sensitive, becoming aware that there is sensitivity in action in all kinds of ways, you know. Thoughts flashing by, and sounds, and coolness, and heaviness, and ache, and wellness, and spaciousness, and tightness, you know. So becoming aware, in whatever the conditions are today, you know, this year, this lifetime, you know. Sensitivity in action, allowing it, becoming aware of it, noticing sensitivity, and making peace with it. Here, now, oh, it's like this. Sometimes minds are visited by worry. Sometimes by feeling like they don't belong. Sometimes by shame. Sometimes by kindness, or compassion, or joy, or ease, or quietness, or spacious, you know, whatever. And so we sit there and we notice this. Oh, look at that. It's like this to be a human being. It presses, it expands, it contracts pulls, pushes, it pierces in all kinds of ways, physically and, uh, you know, in the heart also. And so we just sit there, allow this, see if we can allow it to happen, noticing it, becoming very, very sensitive by it, awake to it and making peace with this. And the making peace here will probably be the making peace over there, you know. Oh, look at that. Later, in another circumstance, Oh, they're still being sensitive, happening, <laughs> noticing, you know. These words that I'm hearing, they're, they're reverberating, or perturbating the system. And so learning how to accompany oneself uh, through sensitivity. Um, so, um, do you know this magazine, The Sun? The Sun, American magazine? I used to read it a lot many years ago. I would, uh, when I would go, I think at IMS, at the Insight Meditation Society in the staff room, there would be piles of the Sun magazine. Mm-hmm. And I was absolutely in love with this magazine. Still am, but I don't read it very much often now. And so the Sun is, amongst other things, mainly is a collection of true stories by r- good writers, you know. So, and there's a theme every time, like courage or shame or, you know, going under. Uh, there's a, a theme and then you'll have a few people who write a real story about something and it's, it's uh, really very, very um, kind of human stories. So some, somebody shared with me a few uh, weeks ago uh, a, a story from the Sun magazine. I forgot the, the name of the um, uh, author. Um, but the, the title was uh, was kind of a very shocking kind of um, shaking uh, uh, surprising title the title of the this story or article story was um, some something like um, uh, the cure uh, the cure for racism dot dot cancer and so and uh, I was curious to, to read it, but I, anyway, I just got to it a couple of days ago. It's a very, very beautiful uh, 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 story. That the, So there's this uh, American man, white uh, man, who says, you know, America, which a lot of it fits here, you know, although I know we like to think we're very different to Canadians, uh, and, and we are, but there's still a lot that... Uh, similarities happening. 
so he's talking about uh, the U.S. and America, as they know themselves to be <laughs> Americans. <laughs> Our dear friends <laughs> may be listening now. <laughs> but this person saying America, you know, Racism is such a big thing. There's so much unconsciousness. It's so rampant. It's so. I'm putting all this in my words. Huh? This the story of this person. There's only one cure for for uh, racism. It's cancer, because when you move in that country of cancer, you know when you get that passport, and you go to the hospital and you just sit in the waiting room. And you know, you see the person uh, next to you maybe is a, I don't know, Hasidic Jew, and you see, you can see that they belong to the same country now that you belong to, the cancer country. You know, there's something, you know, that is dropped. You know, and we go at the level of humanity. You know, and when you see the. Um, couple sitting on the other side who are, I don't know, maybe Asian-American, you know, elderly folks. So, and you notice which one, you know, because you can tell, you know, which one is going through. And, and you, you see, you know, that what it is to be in a relationship helping or living through cancer with your partner or or accompanying your partner, or you see a family over there, and they might be of a different uh, skin color than yours. It's a white man's uh, writing, so it might be a black family there sitting, and you see which one of the four, and who are the relate, you know, the relationship, and, the, and you go under your preconceived ideas and your judgments, and you meet at this, you know meeting point of humanity and when you go to have your blood uh, drawn and you know I don't know the person who's going to uh, accompany you to this uh, this um, session today this I don't know the language of this you know but uh, they, they might have a wear a veil you know a scarf but what's going to really count is their compassion and the delicate way that they care about your arm and the needle coming in, you know, and the other person uh, coming through with the map, you know, their mother tongue becomes really not so important when they just give you the smile or crack the little joke that's gonna, you know, that's gonna open up the the mind for a few seconds, you know, and give release, and uh, and. Uh, so I, I was reading this I thought it was extremely beautiful like the coming back to the shared humanity the shared you know liabilities that the, the, the word to, to sickness the how we're liable to sickness and uncertainty and uncontrollability and unreliability and the unknown you know how we all have this in common and so after I was thinking so in this very dramatic title, you know, the cure for racism, and you could have said the cure for sexism, and the cure for ableism, ageism, fat phobia, transphobia, homophobia, you know, uh, is cancer. And I was thinking, well, actually, there might be another cure, which is sitting down and noticing sensitivity, you know, becoming intimate with this sensitivity here. That's what we call vipassana, uh, insight, a deep understanding of sensitivity. So much, you touch it so much directly here that it's inferential. One understands it's the same for the other one. This fear of uh, discomfort or pain or death, you know, this, uh, this experience of uh, instability, you know of the different moods passing by and you know you sit it's comfortable give it a few minutes it's uncomfortable you know and then it's all quiet and somebody something somewhere you know <laughs> and suddenly the quiet is gone and and so here we sit and we that's what we do we're we're 
you're making, uh, putting ourselves in the way of insight so that we can be touched by uh, the universal nature of this experience. So these instructions, just enough awareness to notice that there is a body sitting here, sensitive, you know. You could take your awareness and say, so let's plan the rest of my life and make it the I story. And here we're trying to not make it the I story. We're trying to make it the human story. Look at this. You're sitting in the middle of humanity. This is the link. This is how we are connected. You know? And so that's uh, what um, metta, loving kindness, is based on. Uh, this benevolence, what I, I tend to call benevolence, I think like uh, Sylvia Borstein. This benevolence is a, based on a deep recognition of sensitivity of beings. When we know intimately what it means to be sensitive, to have senses, all of them, you know, the heart, mind being one of them, when we know deeply that unstable, uh, uncontrollable experience of having senses constantly open, that's the doorway to uh, caring heart. You know? And so here we come and we do this work, of, uh, this practice of waking up, waking up, waking out of the fascination for like me, me, this, me, that, and what about me? And saying, let's drop that kind of perception. It's, it's a real one, it's valuable, but we're kind of caught in it. And let's come to something a little larger here. You know, humanity, the universal nature of, I don't know, grief, separation from what one uh, would want or would have wanted, or, you know, separation from knowing what's going to be next, you know. That is uh, universal. And so sitting in the middle of that, the heart opens. We learn how to care, you know. We uh, can be born or touched the wish for safety for all beings, the wish for, the wish for well-being for all beings. And I think that's one of the re one reason why I'm still practicing after a number of years. It's, uh, it's it's a lot around this, around losing for a few moments the the kind of obsession, fascination about Pascal, you know, the story of Pascal, and letting that drop and enter humanity, you know. So that movement I find very very. Uh, wholesome, very beneficial for me in my immediate experience and the impact after that I can, you know, I can see that there's a vision. Yeah, I need to take care of Pascal, you know, but it also doesn't count so much. You know, like, uh, I can bring this insight into daily life, you know, and if there's this tendency of self-obsession, I can smile at it and say, yeah, it's one vision possible, you know. What are the other visions possible? Oh, there is sensitivity here. Look at that. It's the same sensitivity that is happening around, you know. Not easy being a human being. Not easy. When there is uh, this um, metta that comes, this, uh, this wish of well-being, you know, and it's alive in us because that's what made us come here. There's a wish for well-being that made us, you know, take the bus or the subway or the car and do all the... It's not that easy to get here. I mean, it's not that hard, but it still, it needs a number of efforts, you know. It needs to gather in different conditions here, you know, to actually find our way here. What makes its way here is a wish for well-being, you know, a wish for... Uh, for ease and peace in the heart-mind, wish to uh, know how to accompany the, you know, predicament, a struggle, or uncertainty, or, or separation from what is dear. And uh, that, um, that wish, I think that for a long time, 
I'm trying to put this in words um, just now. Um, I think for a long time, for me, it was coming with clinging. You know, there was a wish for well-being, but will it happen? And what form will it take? And it needs to happen. And, you know, do, do you see this? And uh, with the practice now, what I see is that um, I lose some of the concern of what form it will take in the moment of practice. And I'm able to connect more with that, um, with the wish itself. You know, that kind of uh, wish for well-being, that, that uh, beautiful, um, yeah, wishing well. And, uh, and it's kind of surprising to me that uh, it becomes extremely nourishing. Like I would think uh, I, I wish uh, myself happiness or somebody else happiness, and we need to know if it's going to happen and will it happen, and I fear it's not going to happen and all this. And now it's just like this wish is so beautiful. I don't care about the rest, you know. So last night I was uh, walking in my neighborhood, going to uh, to, to work to teach, and uh, I was walking, and I was uh, and I could feel this kind of uh, it's, it's without words. It's just a kind of an attitude, like a, a wish for the well-being of this this one, you know, that a wish that you know that night goes well. There, there was no words. It was just an attitude. And it was so lovely to walk with this benevolence, you know, the absence of um, uh, ill will or that's uh, the mauvaise foi en anglais. Yeah, I mean, it translates exactly by ill will, but uh, you know how, and, and uh, sometimes we can see how the mind can be judgmental or almost wishing suffering from oneself, almost some kind of cruelty or demeaning you know it's such a different field to be in and that's the instructions of the Buddha notice the presence the absence notice one thing and it's opposite notice the arising and the and um, yeah so this uh, well wishing so sometimes I'll sit and just this uh, wishing well and I, I think I remember this also very well from uh, one of my grandmother I could see that this grand, grand, grandchild you know she wished well for this like she there was something very simple she wished well for, and so I, I think that's my main kind of um, uh, line to get access to this you know so how is this being this being was looking kindly at this small one, you know, and uh, and there, this was plenty, you know. There, there was not a need for something else to know how it's going to turn out. There was not needed. There was just this there at that moment, and uh, and it's possible for a human being to produce that for themselves and offer this to others, you know, which is quite remarkable. And uh, the value of this, to me, it's actually invaluable to be in a, to live in a field, in a mental heart field, where there's a wish for well-being. It's recognized, it's honored, it's appreciated, it's cultivated. It's actually a really beautiful field to be in. And so sometimes I'll find myself, uh, you know, dejected for some reason, you know, didn't get the email I wanted, you know, they didn't <laughs> say what I wanted them to say, or, you know, whatever it is, it happens, uh, I, I don't know what's your life like, but for me, <laughs> a few times a day, you know, I'm like, ah, oh, not exactly what I wanted to hear, or not here, or I didn't want to hear about this now, you know, or, you know, and it can be anything, it can be big, small, related to any aspect of my roles and identities, you know, and, uh, and so, you know, I've been disappointed. And now, because of this training, the kindness comes. Oh, Pascal, not easy to be disappointed, you know? And then there's this caring quality. And it's, it's uh, I find it remarkable. I, I mean, I, I'll have gratitude for my whole life about this. The situation remains the same. 
this is this this is uh, strange to me. The situation remains the same. Still, there might be disappointment or you know some kind of frustration in the mind or something, but that caring quality. I'm good. You know, because there's this. Ah, you didn't get. It's not happening as you want. Not at all as you want. You know, <laughs> you really want this big part of your life to disappear, and it does not. <laughs> it's still right there in your face, you know. And it's going to be for a big part of the day and the year, maybe, you know. And oh, not easy for a human being to. So that kindness, and suddenly, you know, what was kind of I don't know what are the words in in English, but harsh, uh, you know, uh, crooked, uh, no, edges, you know, like cutting, uh, kind of inner environment is softened, you know. And in there, and I I notice this every time, in there, it's it's a it's like mindfulness. It's it's care. It's uh, but every time one wholesome quality comes, the door then is open. The other qualities come. It's 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 uh, it's a natural thing that happens. So I'll be a little soft, kind with uh, you know confused Pascal about reality, not behaving. You know. So there's a little kindness, and whoops, a little courage comes also along. And whoops, a little flexibility of mind shows up too. And they all like, you know, show up. Like you open the door, and they all come in. And you know, with all these little qualities, we'll be able to make something happen. S- survive, uh, you know, find a little humor, uh, bring a little patience, determination, something, you know. And so it's this... Um, you know, in the wake of one wholesome quality, other wholesome quality are invited. And I like to watch this, how it happens. And I always forget that it does, you know. Like I, so often there will be this kindness or compassion will come first, you know. And then, whoops, right behind, the courage replaces the despair, you know. And the energy replaces the no more energy, you know, like drained out, you know, suddenly, whoops, a little energy shows up and is available uh, again. And so that's, that's, uh, that's the kind of subtle, noble work we do here as we pay attention and you know, and we come here to practice this formally and we want to actually bring this Later, as we're walking through the park or the Sherbrooke Street, or you know, to to invite it uh, again and again, and in the development of wisdom, there's this aspect of recognition of opportunities for practice, which for me, I f- also find this aspect of the mind beautiful, the capacity to recognize. Oh, here too, maybe there could be one wholesome quality that could come that will create space for others, you know. Oh, here, in this unexpected place, you know, at the bank. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and I, by the way, I fell often. This week I went at the bank and I, and I had to choose between line A, B, C, D with numbers and counters and uh, it seems extremely complex for the little thing I wanted to do. <laughs> And so I was confused, and somebody came and said, what do you want to do? I told them what to do. They said, oh, you, say, you take B. Of course you take B. <laughs> so I took the B number. I waited for 10 minutes, and then they B at counter W7, <laughs> like B12. So I go there, and then they, I told them what I want to do, and they said, oh, no, it's A. You have to wait for A. I said, well, you know I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the BLA thing is, you know, I'm here now, you know, let's do it. And they're like, no, no, you have to. <laughs> and so my mind, like, kind of closed down. You know? it's, it's so simple. It's just a little uh, daily thing, you know. Um, and I could see my mind totally, like, closed down. I went to sit, you know, I can't believe this. You know, I was sitting, 
And then hopefully it took a little time, so I was able to create a little space in my mind. I was like, oh, Pascal, you know, there's climate change happening. There's, you know, there's a, a lot of violence in this world, you know, and things, you know, like, let's, let's recognize an opportunity for practice here, you know, not, let's drop the self-righteousness and, you know. So, um, and these qualities also, uh, you know, some sharing ideas on how to research, how to train the mind, how to practice, going straight to the Buddha's instructions. Notice uh, all these things internally, externally. So it means, you know, today maybe... um, benevolence, loving-kindness, to be interested uh, when it's, uh, it's present or absent uh, externally means in the other one or the other ones, you know. And so, and I like that. I find that I'm really, again, grateful to the Buddha. That's amazing ways that he invited us to use the mind. So, not self-righteousness, oh, you don't have any loving-kindness, you know, looking outside, you know. Interest. That's the, that's the kind of, the practice we do is interest. Oh, look at that. The presence of kindness in the other one. The absence of kindness in the group. Or, you know. And, um, and so, uh, I like that kind of researcher um, um, mind state or uh, attitude, you know. Let's, sorry, curiosity, attitude. The, the researcher, yeah, curiosity. So being, uh, you know, uh, interested in reality. Not saying it should be like this or it should be like that, but look at that. This reality right now is like this. You know, interested in that way it came to be, that particular formation right now is like this. You know, in this particular group of being, at this moment, it's like this. Not it should be like this, but it's like this. So interesting. What is possible? It's also the field of, uh, you know, interest, curiosity, research, but also creativity. What could be my contribution? You know, what if I stabilize my mind right now? What would be the impact? You know, what if I waited a little bit? What if I spoke? You know, let's go and see what impact uh, it's going to have. Concerning um, any, I think, of the qualities of the mind, and in in the Buddhist psychology, it's really clear. It's not like everything is good you know there's it's uh, in this way it's pretty dual you know it's not non-dual in this way it's hate never helps never ever helped anybody in any situation kindness benevolence always useful never not useful then we have to define what it is because you know we might have learned that kindness or benevolence means being nice you know and sometimes maybe it's not time to be nice and maybe kindness in this case is to draw really clear boundaries you know and so that that's uh, a, that's why we want to research a bit to clarify what is what you know but um, but in the case of any of the beautiful qualities of the mind and there are several in Buddhist uh, psychology today I'm taking benevolence the instructions are to reflect on these, so how to develop these qualities, reflect on them, so think about them, think about their presence, their absence, how they help, how they're beneficial, you know, so taking, so that could become easily a daily practice, every day, if there is a quality I want to develop, I'm going to spend a little time waking up, let me think about this quality a little bit, let me give it air time, you know, so uh, reflect on, meditate on. Meditate means it's more of the feeling. So reflect might be with words. doesn't uh, exclude feelings, of course. But uh, meditate would mean, uh, as I understand it, more like feeling it when it's presence, it's absence in oneself, in the other, and not so much thinking about it. 
but uh, it's in the flesh, in the live, you know, in the uh, experiential. So reflect on, meditate on, have this quality guide your actions. So using it as a guide for movements, action, having it as a guide for speech, you know. Uh, so if uh, we go in reflection mode, there's uh, one reflection that I often do when I teach retreats or classes, and you know, one could think like, oh, I've done this one. Actually, there's the point. <laughs> you could do it every day. That would be known to be a good thing. So for me, it's these things, I like to do them. I actually did it last night with, uh, in, in the class I was teaching, and I'm happy to do it again because I... This particular one, I'd like um, your feedback on it because for me, it actually works. Like it, uh, it conveys, it, it's useful, it's, it clarifies things for me. So, uh, it's, in a way, it's, a, it's also a kind of a meditation. Uh, so, yeah, let's, let's make it as a little um, guided uh, meditation here. So sitting here, aware of the body sitting, um, just as you are, you know, uh, bringing awareness, being mindful, attentive to what's, uh, what's alive here, just feeling present. So in that uh, presence here, in that attention, awareness, with uh, imagination or as it comes to you, if you want, only if you want, start to drain out all kind of um, benevolence from the system here, from the psyche, the heart. Like drain this out, any kindness, benevolence, goodwill, wishing well, you know, imagine a psyche and an and, and experience where there's none of this in the system. Only uh, ill will, uh, judgment, hatred. And then we won't stay in that too long. Infuse in there, invite in there just a drop of uh, some kind of uh, well-wishing, goodwill. Kindness. So just a drop is probably hard because once you open a little bit to it, maybe more flows in. And notice, you know, it's just it's a way to reflect on this, say, the absence of it and the presence of it, how it makes things more fluid in the mind, or creates more space, or light, or hope, or ease. And if you want to think of um, a relationship you have, somebody that you see regularly, so the two of you, you're thinking of the two of you, that relationship you might see, the other person, or see you both, or think. And in that relationship, just if you want to remove with imagination any goodwill, uh, respect, consideration for the other, uh, any wish for it, for things to go well, and bring in, if you want, you know, the desire for trouble, you know, for, uh, you know, the kind of radar-like uh, attitude looking for trouble. The, it could be called cruelty. You know, the wish for the other one to pay for something or... them to be proved wrong hatred and in that same relationship now let come in just 
from one side or the other side, uh, just a little bit of uh, care, of uh, intention to understand, to consider, to respect, to allow, to wish for the other to be well, for oneself to be well, for both to be well in the relationship. What suddenly becomes possible, how things appear, how hope arises, or creativity maybe comes in. And for this last uh, um, bit of the reflection here, I'll invite you to open the eyes and just become aware of us here. So there's a group here of close to something like 20 people, more or less. So the 20 of us. So imagine that um, uh, in this group, as we uh, are here now in the f- next few minutes and as we go out later towards the door and the shoes and coats, remove any kindness, patience, you know, any recognition that the other is not just an obstacle, you know, any recognition that the other is a sensitive human being, you know, remove all of this. So what what happens here? You know, if even it's drained out of the one in the role of the teacher here, that there is, you know, uh, recognition for the wish for happiness or but suddenly wanting to create trouble and harm and put down and push away. And and in the same situation, just invite a little bit of kindness, just coming maybe from a few of us, or a lot of it, you know, a lot of care, a lot of respect, of consideration, and all the other expressions of this patience and joy and compassion and joy for you know for the well-being of others so how it is for us to you know live together even for a few minutes so that's uh, you know, a way to reflect on the, the advantages, the benefits of, um, of kindness, you know, applied in this way in three ways, you know, in, alone in one's heart, in the relationship, and in the community, society, you know, how. In the text, it's very beautiful. They say hate, uh, hate is, uh, the function of hate is to break break apart, to dismember, dismantle, break. Uh, The function of uh, love, benevolence, is to, uh, to, um, it's a fluid to make things go more smoothly in one's psyche and heart, in one's relationship and society. It's meant to uh, create cohesion. It's like... uh, Almost like an oil makes things go, um, you know, less, the meeting is less friction, and uh, it creates cohesion. You know, like oil. If you put a little oil in, you know, flour that you would blow on would go in, and you bring some liquid in, suddenly, whoops, the flour becomes, you know, something that has cohesion to hit it. And uh, and so love is uh, repairs and heals and make things come together and come alive, you know. And so, um, and uh, there's something very, uh, you know, in Buddhist teaching of cause and effect. Huh? It's uh, it's the natural way things unfold. As a cause, it creates an effect. And so for us, I, my sense is that for us to reflect on this like we do can only be for good. There's no harm possible in doing this. A group of people coming together and talking for a couple of hours or so about uh, kindness, considering it, is a good thing for everyone. You know, it's not possible that one would go and would not somehow benefit from it. So it's a, it's a, it's, it's a 
beautiful system to live in, yeah? the system of cause and effect, a world that, have that, that has that nature. That's how I understand both the teaching and how things uh, do unfold. And so, you know, we have little impressions left and we'll do something with it. It'll find its way in manifestation, expression in life, you know, later this evening, I'm sure, in some way. Anything you'd like to... Um, you know, report on or share, uh, really from uh, experience, really from the place of uh, what I'm noticing for myself. You know, not big truths, but from a practitioner's point of view. Yeah. What we just did was super interesting. Mm-hmm. When you when you said about people and remove feelings of kindness and feelings of benevolence. Everybody, including the person I was thinking of, just became bodies. Uh-huh. There was no connection. Yeah. The connection that absolutely everybody was gone. And then when you put that back, then the humanity came back. The shared humanity, the, the caring, the... I tend to see people for how I feel them, uh-huh. not for what they look like. Yeah. Like you'll ask me what you were wearing yesterday. Like I saw you yesterday, no idea. I see you differently than probably everybody else does. We all do that. But it was so obvious when you said, you know, remove all the kindness. I just saw bodies. Yeah. There was, there was no link. So like a loss of uh, vibrancy, huh? Totally. Like, mm-hmm. Totally. There were no colors left. And then, you know, you bring back the kindness, the benevolence, and oops, all of a sudden, you know, there, you feel it. You can feel uh. the energy. It was very cool. Great, great, great. Yeah, yeah. For me, uh, one of the differences I see is like uh, how perception, like I can perceive very easily somebody as an enemy. You know, doing this and this, like enemies, you know. And then suddenly, like, oh, a fellow human, you know, on on the same kind of, in the same boat or on the same path. Yes. I have trouble with this because you said drain all the kindness. Mm -hmm. I didn't know how to. I didn't know where to go. Uh-huh. I wasn't at the time able to conceive of what that would That's great. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to conceive. <laughs> but maybe later this week, at some point, at some point, you know, like somebody cuts you in the. the you, sometimes I don't know. I don't know. You're, you know, and you'll say like, oh, now for a flash, mo- for a moment, the flash, it was drained out. <laughs> I wasn't. Uh huh. So what was there? There was care. Was care was still there? Uh-huh. You mean what was not active? The uh, to drain. Yeah. To not a possibility. Yeah. Good. Maybe not a possibility for you. That's beautiful. Good. Thank you. Anything else about this exercise or anything else? Yeah. Say the negative to to be negative. It's a forced contraction. Like to say drain it all out. Yeah. The feeling, the direct feeling, is a contraction. Uh huh. And then after, bring it back in and open up a relaxation. And it probably happens all day long without realizing it. Yeah. If you're feeling a negativity or this hate or whatever you want to call it. It, it, it's a contraction. For you, this is what it was. That's yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, if if I go back to the instructions of the Buddha that I like a lot, so you're saying it probably happens uh, during the day in all kinds of ways. Then, the instruction of the Buddha is uh, notice it, like become interested, and maybe doing the exercise or noticing it in this way, then it will raise the factor of curiosity. Let me see, because you say might it's probably happening all day let me actually see it the expensive state and the contracted state of mind you know contraction and in the what's beautiful and very skillful in the practice and the the instruction the teachings is no judgment that's beautiful because you would think like contracted I'm I'm a bad person not in that practice in that practice there's no it's just oh contracted 
I see this. Now the mind is really contracted, you know, and ah, now it's open. And so no ownership and no judgment either. Like, oh, I'm so loving. It's like, no, there's kindness here. You know, it's a factor of mind. It's universal. It's not seen as about moi, you know, neither when it's closed nor when it's open. You know, it's ah, open is helpful. So that's the, the kind of glasses we put. Huh? It's not about me. I'm so bad. I'm so good. It's this is helpful. This is feels good in the mind. It's helpful outside. This is really difficult to feel, and it's not that helpful in relationships. You know, this contraction, and et voila. You know, it's not so much about me being good or bad. And so now that I've said it, contraction. As the day goes on, if I feel a contraction, yeah. it's going to go always. Contraction, yeah. Contraction, okay. And being aware has this um, fabulousness to it. <laughs> is that being aware sometimes opens a space of choice. Be- because being unconscious, unaware, kind of automatic, habitual, compulsive, you know, there's no choice. It's just going to happen what's going to habitually happen. But suddenly, like, oh, contracted, it also means maybe we could not nourish the contraction at least. Or sometimes maybe we could let it go right now. You know? Sometimes not. You know, the mind's like, no, <laughs> I am not letting go of this one. <laughs> Good. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had the, the experience of, um, uh, let's say I had, like I was part of an exhibition, so I prepared for it, and I gave everything and spent two months, you know, doing everything, and I brought everything out, and I was with other people, and the day went on, and, you know, everybody was happy, and, like, you're supposed to sell stuff and all this, and and gradually, like, it finishes at 4 o'clock, and, like, around 2 o'clock, I see, you know, it's not going the way I wanted, you know, and all this happiness, and I... You know, I feel good about myself, and I'm sharing with people, and gradually it's going down, like it's <laughs> sipping out, and by the end, like at four o'clock, it's finished, and I went back home, and like I was nothing, like I, I, I was, uh, I just wanted to disappear, and yeah. like, like, like I was. Like I, I didn't want to be on the planet. I don't, you know. And kind of shame and I, doubt I, about every, mm-hmm. everything. And I, I uh, like I wouldn't have gotten through it if I'd been coming here <laughs> for a while. Is I left me myself. Uh, just there was just a little slip there. It, uh, I I said, you know, just let it. You can feel it, but I mean, you're, you're not going to be just allow it, it to be like just this. Tolerate it for now. Yeah. That's it. And uh, so, like, I slept, I dreamt, and all this. And the next morning, I woke up, and like, I didn't, I didn't feel as bad. I was starting to pick up again, but yeah. like, I went, I felt that complete empty, just nothing left of me. Hopeless yeah, and despair. No, no, nothing. Yeah. So and, but uh, yeah. I'm, but I'm thankful for, you know... The practice. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it, it's, uh, it's uh, you know, I'm listening to you and I'm thinking when, um, when, I, when I would be on retreat and reporting to the Burmese masters, you know, it, the form you took was exactly like the form of the... The, so you report some, something happened, you know, you describe um, fluctuations of something, you know, so I was hopeful and feeling good about something, and then suddenly, you know, it started, I, f- I started to feel it, like at two o'clock suddenly, <laughs> you know, the peak went like, Ooh, and then you notice, and it drained, and it drained, and then a few hours later, you were home, and then it was really despair, hopelessness, wanting to not exist. And, you know, the, ma- the Buddhist master would say, like, oh, yeah, and did you notice it? And you would say, <laughs> yeah, actually, and, you know, for them it's all good, you know, it's, a men- it's an event, and was there mindfulness? And you're saying, yeah, there was some, you know, I could, I could actually notice it's like this, let it be like this. 
and then with the bur with the um, in the style of reporting, then there's always like what eventually happened. And then you said, and then I slept, I dreamt, and the next morning I could see. Whoops! It was kind of uh, gone. So you w you did not feed, or maybe at moments you did for you know. But then you s you kept waking up, allowing this to be there as it was, and naturally it came and it it went. Huh? It's great, and you and now you're reporting it with a smile, <laughs> which to me is another thing that I find remarkable about the practice, is that there's energy and joy. How can energy and joy come out of this a situation you described? Yet this is what's happening, because you're saying like it came. I was able to be with it. The mind was able to meet it, and it left. And I'm so. G the result is gratitude. At the end, you know, you have, a, you have a really bad evening, and what is the result of bad evening? Gratitude, <laughs> or a smile at reporting. You know, so that's to me. It's talking about the liberating aspect of this practice. Pay attention. Allow things to be hard, <coughs> heavy, draining. Uh, you know, hopeless. Stay around carefully, caringly. Allow it to be like this. Don't push it away. Don't um, follow it totally. Notice it. Notice it. And then, whoops, suddenly it changes into something else. And like, oh, I survived that. Amazing. Right? It's very beautiful. Thank you. Good. Shall we sit a little bit more? So just noticing what's there and seeing if it can be allowed, just as it is, if it can be known, just as it is, not fear figuring anything out, just noticing, allowing, knowing. There is one uh, quality that uh, uh, is in the mind sometimes and that might be unrecognized but could really benefit from being recognized, um, being appreciated. What we appreciate, appreciates. And uh, that quality is the non-reactivity. It's the absence of something, the absence of reactivity, of struggle, of you know, the absence of opinions and preferences. Sometimes there's just, you know, being here, sitting, and things might be comfortable or not, but the mind is not making a story about it. And none struggle. It's 
So if you happen to experience this now or later today or in the week, allow yourself to notice this momentary peace. Unrecognized, it can easily lead to boredom and creating of a, you know, different stories. Recognize can be a doorway to well-being. One way to describe uh, metta, loving-kindness, or benevolence is uh, non-hate, non-hate. So sometimes the mind might not be particularly kind, warm, in this way. But if there is the uh, absence of hatred, then it's worth noticing. There is none hate here. It creates a more of a safe ins- environment, inner environment. May all beings uh, receive kindness 
and be protected in this way. And may all beings offer kindness and be protected in this way. May all beings be free. Okay, that's what happened here today. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, have, a, have a lovely, kind week. And uh, thank you for the support you're offering to both the center here as you come out and to the teacher. Uh, I think in two weeks. The, uh, the 12th? Yeah. Okay, so not next week, but... Oh, great. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.